Running a thriving hospitality business is not possible unless you make the associates who provide hospitality each and every day to your guests feel special. Of course, some of your team members interact with guests and customers face-to-face, but there are also many roles where the work is behind the scenes, and that work is just as important. Today, we're going to be talking about one of these roles in hotel operations, that of the night auditor, covering what they do and why it matters so much not only to your operations today, but to the future success of your business. We'll also talk about a unique opportunity you have to show appreciation to the people working in this role this week. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. Joining me to discuss the important role of the night auditor are two hospitality industry experts who work at MDO, Jason Freed and Eduardo Burkhardt. I asked them to give a brief overview of the role for those who may be unfamiliar and explain why it matters so much for providing hospitality today. Here's Jason first to kick us off. It's just such a tough job and really a thankless job and underappreciated by a lot of people in our industry. I would put it at maybe one of the toughest jobs in the industry. You know, you come in at 11 p.m., which on its own is is difficult. You know, you got to get used to this different sleep schedule where you're, you know, you're working third shift. And I think it was it was just like a couple of weeks ago. I was in Atlanta, met Eduardo in Atlanta. We had a brief sales meeting, and you know, you go back to the bar, the hotel lobby bar at night, and you know, I saw the night auditor come in, right, and I saw them start preparing for their shift and. They have to do the same thing that every other front desk agent does. They have to check people in. They have to stock the drinks and the marketplace. And this person was serving as the cook. You know, if you needed anything, they were going in the back and they were frying the food. They were serving as the bartender. You know, if you needed a drink, they were getting you a drink. They were checking people in, you know, and then at some point throughout the night, they've got to do all this accounting work, right? They've got to reconcile all the accounting for the day. And it's just, I mean, you're wearing a lot of hats in that role. And I think that person deserves some appreciation. And and it's about time that we start thanking those people for the work that they do. Eduardo, what was it like working in that role? One of the things that when I was working in the role, I mean, for for me, I thought it was pretty cool and and fun. And I get to learn a different role that honestly, I did not want to apply for a night auditor. It was one of those things when you work in hospitality, you might end up doing for a couple of shifts. You might actually do it for a couple of months while you find that replacement. And in my case, you know, I did do it for a while. So I was able to learn. But w- one of the things that I think when I got up to management roles at my hotels and I was hiring that one person that would stay at the hotel by themselves or maybe with one other person, you know, that's when I really started to think is like, wow, I mean, that person, they could potentially be in danger because, you know, you never know what kind of characters are coming into the hotels and stuff. So although I, I thought at the beginning, I was like, well, that's pretty cool. You kind of get to run your own shift and basically you're, you're the boss at that point. Really, I mean, there, there's so much that I mean, you have to rely on that person, have a lot of trust. They need to you need to make sure that they know what to do should something go wrong or basically just how to use critical thinking and stuff to solve issues because at 2 a.m. in the morning, yeah, I always told my employees, hey, you can call me, but let's be honest, I might not hear that phone call. So I think, I mean, when I went from actually, you know, just sort of the front line to to management, that's when I realized like, wow, honestly, there's a lot 
that that we're putting on this person. Um, and it's not always easy to find the right person, but because of the nature of the role, it's, it's slim pickings, right? I mean, not a lot of people want to do it. Uh, so you have to really identify the, the right person and hopefully it works out. Somewhere around two o'clock in the morning. I think it, it varies depending on the hotel. Um, every hotel runs what's called a night audit. And it's basically looking at everything, all the data from the day, right? So who checked in? How many people checked in? What kind of revenue did we get from those people that checked in? You know, are there any VIPs in the hotel that we need to worry about? I mean, there's about, I don't know, 200 to 300 pages of reports that go into that night audit. And traditionally, you know, that's been a manual process. A lot of times you've got to go to this system and grab the data that you need, grab the reports that you need, and then turn to this system and grab the data and grab the reports that you need. And that process is evolving with technology and with automation. And so really the, the entire role is evolving. What used to take, you know, all night to, to sit down and grab all these reports and and crunch all these numbers really can be done almost with the push of a button today. And Eduardo, correct me, but I think it could be a 20 minute to 30 minute process where you used to be, again, you used to be downloading reports, printing them, scanning them, filling in any spreadsheet uh, cells that were empty. And and now a lot of that is, is aggregated on its own and then routed to the right place, right? So you need the director of ops to see this. You need the GM to see this when they come in. You need the VP of finance to see all this information, right? So they can keep a pulse on what's going on in the, in the hotel. And today that's a lot easier done than it was before. Jiz, you said two to 300 pages. So we're talking about a ton of documents to process. And, you know, interestingly, Josiah, we ran a campaign recently where we wanted to see how people, how hotels were doing this, because I was told when I first started at, at MDO that, you know, all these pages are printed, all these reports are printed and they're stored in a banker's box in a manila envelope, which is then put in a banker's box for the day and then stuffed in a back office somewhere or in an attic. Or one hotel told me that they rented out space in their parking garage just to house all this these reports and a lot of the reports that are in there are compliance documents right so they're if you ever get audited right you need to go back and be able to pull these reports quickly and imagine how difficult it is when it's in a manila envelope in a banker's box stored in some parking garage somewhere and on top of that you're paying for ink you're paying for toner you're paying for storage space and then the real impact is on the environment, right? And sustainability, when you can get rid of all those, you know, imagine to Eduardo's point, maybe it's 150 pages front and back that you're storing every day, times 30 days a week, a month, times 12 months a year. Imagine how, how much paper you're storing. And if you can eliminate that, what a what an effect on the environment it has. Yeah. So, and I mean, just to tell a few things, Josiah, you know, like what else, you know, is the, the night auditor doing? And I think the so a lot of that will depend, of course, on on the brand and and the management group you're working with because they'll have different reports that they want built or whatever. So so that's really one aspect. Now, if you're just working at one hotel, let's say it's a, I usually worked at a high place or a high regency, usually it's pretty similar reports. But then, of course, the management group will require something different. But then, when looking at it from, let's say, you're a regional GM or or you're at the corporate office. 
you know, you're relying on, let's say, five night auditors from five different brands, each being able to give me these different reports. And that's really where it can get confusing. And with the high turnover in hospitality, I mean, even on property for, for me, it was always a challenge just making sure that our two night auditors, the, the one that was doing five days a week and the one two days a week, that they're in sync, putting in the right reports in the right order, whatever. And then, you know, getting it to, to our desk for various reasons. But that's really kind of like a big added value to my dogs and to the night auditor in general. Because when you're having high turnover, you know, then you have to train that person. It's like, hey, these are the reports. And then, of course, that person has questions and they're going to want to communicate during their night audit shift. You can't catch them during the day. I mean, you, you just can't. So when you can make it, make that process streamline and simple for them and give them the option of communicate via the application. That's great because I remember where it was like, I would go into opera and download a certain report or whatever, and then email that to the night auditor and then say, Hey, take, take a look at that. There's a lot of steps and it's a lot of time wasted. It could be spent a lot better ways. And then the night auditor itself, you know, during their shift, they could be emerging profiles. They can be setting up the next shift for success. They got to worry about breakfast, uh, setting up breakfast. There's a lot of things that they could be doing instead of just having to worry about all these different things. So, What's interesting to me, it seems like the documents and I guess the work this person's doing has implications across the business, right? Because it sounds like it's about guest information. It's about revenue. I wonder if you could speak a little bit more to the broader implications of, of this role outside of just operations. Yeah, it's, it's a really cr- critical role. And what I've learned about it is, and what amazes me about this role is how much information and how much data this person is sitting on every night, right? So whether it's guest information, whether it's revenue information, rooms revenue, or revenue from all the different various ancillary revenue streams that are coming in at property, this person is really sitting on gold, right? And leadership needs this information and these data to make more profitable decisions. So it's it's routing that information to the right place and making sure the right people see it. One other thing I wanted to mention on this topic and really why we're trying to give awareness to this role and to this position is, as we all know, the hospitality industry is, is challenged with acquiring talent and developing talent. And we want, um, it, it's hospitality, right? It's a people-to-people business. And we want to make sure that talented people stay in our industry and learn and grow in our industry. And what's really interesting is, you know, we hosted an automation webinar last week and we had three hoteliers on that, Eduardo being one of them. And then we also had Scott Coran from Renaissance Hotels and we had Rob Smith, who's the CFO of Crescent Hotels and Resorts. And all of them started their career as a night auditor. And I didn't know that at the time, but when we got to having that conversation, it was clear that is a starting point in our industry and, and that you can work your way up from there, right? Maybe you become a GM or you be, and then you become a director of operations and then you become a VP of whatever you want to become a VP of. And it's really an entry-level position for hospitality where you can really develop talent. Um, and I think that's another reason why, you know, at MDO, we, we were really high on recognizing this position. I think that's interesting for leaders listening to this. If you think about the talent funnel or the talent pipeline, this seems like a critical juncture. And then for those that are listening to the show that are maybe earlier in their careers, just to understand that this is an opportunity to see across the business and really get into the the heart of the house and understand what's going on here. 
and then you can build your career from there. But Eduardo, you've done this. Is that fair to say? Well, yeah. And to your point, Jason, so just like a lot of times when, I, especially I was starting and I didn't know how to do something in the system or had a question, I would actually go to the auditor and ask him because they do a lot of things that they don't do during the day, you know, reconciling folios or taking care of refunds or whatever, or accounts. So there, there's a lot of things that they do that during the day, you're really not concerned about because during the day, you're more than, more than likely talking to the actual guest, right? And checking them in. So there's a lot of things that the night auditor knows and learns that the front desk doesn't during the day. And then one of the things I wanted to mention as far as like on the revenue side and all that, why it's important. So one of the beauties of my dog or digitalizing the whole process is that, and Jason mentioned a couple of times, you're, you're routing certain information to different stakeholders. And when, for example, obviously, you know, your DOS wants to see, okay, uh, did we sell out? What was the ADR last night? Whatever. But, you know, for example, out of order rooms has always been a, you know, it's a hot topic, you know, because hotels don't want to go with, with rooms out of order. So, if your regional GM or your VP of ops, whatever, if every morning he gets a report, okay, here are all my hotels and how many rooms that they have out of order. And let's say, for example, all of a sudden, and you know, night otters will also, they'll also get, get, get creative with putting rooms out of order when they shouldn't, whatever, you know, that's one of the things of night otter, you know, they, they get, a, get, they get away with a lot of things, but it's because, you know, they're sometimes they're the only person on property. So they do what they got to do, right. To just, but here's the thing. So let's say a regional VP, they might look at these reports like, oh, wait, all of a sudden the the high place in Atlanta had 20 rooms out of order. So what happened? So he can, through that my dog's platform, he can email the night auditor, email the GMs like, hey, I got this report from your property. It's saying 20 rooms out of order. What's going on? Instead of Again, maybe that report slipped through the cracks. He didn't see it. Every day he's getting a, a DocuSign with all those reports and then he can communicate via the app. So we're looking at like lost revenue, stuff like that. It's very important. Jason, you mentioned a webinar you hosted recently, a number of hoteliers being on that. And I'm curious, we talked a little bit about the problem, some of the opportunity here. I'm curious if any hoteliers come to mind in terms of using technology to enhance and optimize this process that listeners might be interested to hear about? Yeah, the two that I had on on the webinar were just shining examples of relying on technology to automate some of these processes. Rob Smith at Crescent told me he used to come in on Thursdays and sign checks and just all day long, just be signing checks for payroll um, to get people paid. And he still does that, but now it's down to like three or four checks that he has to sign. You know, all that has been automated. One thing that jumped out of me is you remember when you, we used to stay at a hotel and it was the last day and you were getting ready to check out and you would get the invoice slipped under your door, right? And you'd wake up and you'd have that paper invoice. Well, you can't do that anymore. If you, if you think about how uncompliant that is, right? It's got your information on that. So even that simple process of the night auditor walking around from door to door to door to door, if you have 300 rooms and sliding that paper, imagine the, the process, that the time process that that took. Um, and by automating and relying on technology, um, you can really speed up that process. Scott Coran at Renaissance told me they're getting rid of email within his company. They've got technology that can route the communications to everybody who needs to see it. 
without it getting lost in your inbox. We all know that we get hundreds of emails every day and things can get lost and you can overlook a critical piece of information in your in your inbox. Well, now if it comes through MyDocs or whatever the software you're using and you've got an alert, it's just a lot easier to stay on top of that communication. Let's talk a little bit about this appreciation day that you've organized. I'm kind of curious to just hear a little bit more from you, why you're doing it. And I guess also what would be your invitation to action yeah. be for listeners and readers. Yeah. So the idea was, this is a thankless job, the night auditor role. These people have to come in at, at 11 p.m. and work till 7 a.m., which is already tough. On top of that, they wear so many hats. They've got so many responsibilities, like we talked about. They're the cook until 2 a.m. when the kitchen closes. They're the bartender until 2 a.m. when the bartender closes or when the bar closes. They're checking people in. They're identifying loyalty status. All of that is without running the night audit. And then there comes that critical night audit process and reconciling all the numbers and how critical that information is when you need to close. Like they call it the month end close, right? And you need all of that accounting information to be accurate. So it's just, it's a critical job and it's a thankless job. And we put our heads together and we said, how do we, how can we do something that recognizes these employees and put some appreciation around what they do? And we don't want it to be just NDO appreciating night auditors. We want general managers, director of operations, management companies across the industry to stand up and say, hey, these people are the heartbeat of our industry. So we put together Night Auditor Appreciation Day, Day, which is May 18th. And we're building that page out with all kinds of interesting stuff, interesting ways that you can celebrate your night auditor, whether it's give them a $5 Starbucks card, have a, a special breakfast for them. We're going to have a ton of different things that you can do. You know, of the night auditors that I talk to, the most important for them is, is snacks. So make sure you've got your fridge in the back office filled with energy drinks and snacks to keep that night auditor energized and going throughout their third shift. So we'll have a lot of ideas like that at ndo.io. We'll have a lot of graphics that you can download. We're going to do a social awareness campaign. So use the hashtag night auditor appreciation day in your social posts to really recognize those critical employees at your property. I think it's to show how critical that role is and how you couldn't operate your hotel most efficiently without that night auditor person. And, you know, being able to collect and gather all that data and keep that data in a safe spot, really, you couldn't run a hotel without that position. I think it's absolutely critical. And hopefully we can flip the script a little bit. Hopefully we can put a lot of emphasis on how important that role is. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. 
I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. (laughs) 